0: On this episode of the Impressively Average Podcast, we go over all the Thursday Thanksgiving games, we give you some player props, we go over the spreads, we give you the injury report, we give you all the basic needs and details to know everything about these games. So why don't you take a listen, give us a like, follow, share, and follow us on ImpressivelyAverages Average's underscore on Instagram. Thanks. Enjoy. Welcome to the Thanksgiving Thursday Slate Impressively Average Podcast. We will be breaking down every game for the Thursday Slate, and we'll be giving you the best chance to win some money. So we're going to start off with uh, that Bills and Saints game.
1: All right. So, um, yeah, uh, this is honestly a must win for the Bills. I'm being completely honest. If we're going to put the season on the line right now, it's this game. Um, it's gone to that point. I'm tired of these games that are just learning curves for the Bills. Like, all right, they lost to the Steelers. That was a learning lesson. They lost to the Jaguars. That was another learning lesson. They get stuffed on the one-yard line against the Titans. That was a learning lesson as well. And then they lose the Colts by a million. And like I said in the last podcast, I had a feeling that Jonathan Taylor was going to take over the game, and I was scared. I was scared to death before the game even started. I knew the weather was going to be shit. I knew they were going to just ground and pound all day, and that's exactly what they did. Carson Wentz threw for 100 yards. He did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. He let the running backs take control of the game, and they couldn't stop him. And... When the Bills have Star Latulale out, who's their nose tackle. I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster when you have Jonathan Taylor on the other end of the ball. And I've tried to convince myself that the Bills will be fine. But they've lost half of the game since they've come back from the bye. Since they've come back from the bye, off that loss against the Titans, they... They beat the Dolphins. They lost to the Jags, which is embarrassing. They destroyed the Jets, which was nice. And then they get ahead of themselves again. They lose to the Colts by a lot. In Buffalo, too, which is terrible. Um, And I know we're talking about the Saints-Bills, but I just want to just go through this game and get my thoughts out. Um, I don't think Starlo Tule is going to be back. And he's kind of a... The main guy for stopping the run defense especially for runs up the middle which is what happened that's all Jonathan taylor did he just ran up the gut um so that sucks even though i think alvin is gonna be limited i don't really know his status and i think mark ingram's questionable as well so i don't know what they plan on doing but that hurts having started to lay out and i also think spencer brown on the other side of the ball in their offense Spencer Brown, I think he's still on COVID too. So it sucks. We're in the same situation we were on Sunday. Nothing got better. Um, And I'm praying. I'm straight up praying. Because I need the Bills to just give me life again. Having Spencer Brown out makes a huge difference with Josh Allen's protection. And you saw it on Sunday. You saw it against the Jags. The game Spencer Brown did play and by the way, Spencer Brown is the right tackle. The games he did play, look at what happened against the Jets. Look what happened against the Dolphins. Look what happened against the Chiefs. Josh Allen was a superstar, and he relies, and it sucks. It sucks how both, like the Bills' success literally relies on two players, and it shouldn't be that way. They should have enough, enough depth on the offensive line to rotate guys around, but it doesn't work like that. They don't have depth on the offensive line. They have their key starters, and if one's out, then they start rotating, and it's a fucking mess. And everyone blames Josh Allen. Oh, like a regression season. No, dude, it's literally he has no time, and it's with how well the Bills have done in the past three years and building this team, it just sucks that this is the one thing that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott did wrong. They did not stress the offensive line enough. And they tried to, but they don't have enough depth that actually is like talent, like talented. They did draft guys. They drafted Cody Ford two years ago from Oklahoma. He's a fucking bust. He's a backup. He should be a starter and he's not. And Spencer Brown was a great draft pick last year and he's a starter, but he, the best ability is availability and he's not available. Um, yeah, let me finish up, Sean. Uh <laughs> Yeah, okay. I kind of went on a rant there, but I'm done. So, That's yeah, okay. This is a, I, I would this too. Is a... <laughs> um, let me finish up here. So my thoughts on this Bills-Saints uh, game, I'm praying. I'm praying that the Bills decide to get it done and they go back to their normal self. And I don't really see an easy path for them to do so because I don't trust these backup offensive linemen. And I don't trust them against the run without Starla Lay. Um They can defend the pass well. We'll see what happens, but I think they're just going to just do exactly what the Colts did. Depends on if Alvin Kamara is playing. If Mark Ingram's healthy enough, who knows? Maybe Taysom Hill might actually play over Simeon. Maybe he'll just run the ball. Who knows, man? I I don't really know what to expect out of this game, but I am just praying. And I'm praying that the Bills go in and just make a statement.
2: That's all I can say. So, yeah, you mentioned, yeah, how uh, Star – Say that again? La-tula, LaTulale? Star LaTulale. Star LaTulale. Yeah, so is is Justin Zimmer in for him? Is that his replacement, or is that a different? Justin Zimmer
1: is hurt. His uh, Star yeah. LaTulale's replacement is Harrison Phillips. Okay. He's okay,
2: but, like, he's a backup. Mm-hmm. I think you get I think the bills actually have a good a good chance just from looking at the injury report and I mean obviously it's not gonna come out fully until tomorrow, but saying so line is a little banged up I mean that's it, true yeah you got <clears throat> you got Andrews Pete out and you got ethan uh Greenidge out Greenidge. Sorry. So their their O line's hurting a little bit. Um hopefully that the Bills the Bills <clears throat> defensive line doesn't really you know, just because they have some, some backup guys in it won't really matter too much just because both sides are pretty banged up.
1: Go ahead, Connor. Um so uh we had some a key guy uh actually have a full practice day, and that's Tremaine Edmonds. He did not play last week. So that helps. Having your best linebacker there, I guess that helps. Yeah. I was more worried about the line last week, but I uh, I guess yeah, having Tremaine Edmonds back is huge. Um my yeah, I guess my main concern, I guess, really isn't on defense. It's more on offense, dude. I don't know if Josh Allen's going to have enough protection. Yeah, I could see that. I trust two guys on that offensive line and that's it.
0: Can we, can we start to say, can we start to say that, the the bills, the bills really struggle beating teams that are over 500. Mm. Can we, can we consider who they have played for their wins?
2: That's they true. They beat They've the been...
0: Dolphins. They beat Washington. They beat the Texans. They beat the the Chiefs when they were in that super slump. They lost to the Titans. They beat the Dolphins again. They lost to the Jags. They beat the Jets. They lost to the Colts, and they lost to the Steelers. Uh, I'm 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 trying to find a positive out of all those wins. I feel like. Uh, I mean, the Bills this, have been given such easy teams to play in the first half. Their first half schedule is, is, is very mediocre. I mean, you got four, four of the worst teams in the NFL that they're playing, maybe five, including Washington. But I, I don't think Washington is as bad as uh, the Texans, Jets, and Jags. And they lost to the Jags. So here's my thing. Uh I think the Bills are definitely in some weird funk. They got to start using their weapons properly. Um
2: Agreed. I agree. I don't
0: think I don't think they will have an issue with the Saints. I think the Saints suck even though they're 500 right now. When the Bills do struggle against teams that are 500 in this case this, this could be a, a, a good game, a good game to watch, but yeah. I, think, I think the Bills will out, outright win. But I think they desperately need to, especially with the Patriots on top.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, the, the Bills have been just been playing bully ball pretty much all season. But if you look at those games, you look at the games like, like the Titans, they should have won that game. Hundred percent they should have won that game. Just some fluke thing at the end. Josh Allen slipping. Uh their old lineman being out, so a backup's in, just didn't catch the block right. Yeah, I mean, they should have they should have scored right there. They should have they should have won that game a hundred percent. But then you go down down the line and you look at Jags. I mean, that's not a really that's not a really good showing, but you kind of just write that off because a lot of these a lot of these really good teams that are going to make the playoffs because the bills are going to make the playoffs yeah they're they're losing some some shitty games to some shitty teams i mean every every single one of these teams right now Mm -hmm. so i mean you could take a look at the colts too yeah that was just i mean the colts obviously they had a they had a really good game plan coming into that game just run the fuck out of Jonathan Taylor and they did. He rushes for 180 plus yards. (laughs) I mean, that's just ridiculous. And then you take a look at this, you take a look at what the saints did last weekend. And you know, what I said, you know, I'm all high and mighty on, on uh, Trevor Simeon, but he goes into the third quarter right off, right off of halftime and throws a pick pick six pick 6. I think the the Bills haven't done really anything like that on offense like just basically f- like screwing up a game that bad all season and they're giving them 6 points. They're not even saying that they get above 7. I think that's kind of I think that's kind of disrespectful to the Bills, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you take a look at what happened last year. I mean, Josh Allen is elite. People are going to say that he's regressing. I mean, so does every single quarterback. Every single quarterback has done some regression this year from last year, except for Dak, obviously. But you go into this game and you take a look at the Saints, they are banged up to shit. I don't think they have – I don't think – and and it's not like they're banged up on defense that much. They're I think they're more banged up on offense. If anything, Mark Ingram is questionable. So who does that leave? Um, I'm pretty sure it's uh, whoever their third back is. It's right. going to be. <sighs> I
1: don't even know. I don't
2: even know who it is. It's uh, I think it makes sense. It's the third 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 right. running back. Maybe you'll see
0: Taysom Hill pop in. Who knows? I think he's. If I he's, think he's going to play majority enough. of
1: the game. I think he'll play majority of the game. I think Sean Payne's done with Trevor Simeon.
2: Yeah. After that showing, I. Yeah, I take back everything I said last week because that was yeah. that was terrible. I mean, they were they were they actually had a chance going into the second half, but he throws that just ugly pick six, and it pretty much conceals the game. I mean, they kind of came back at the end, but. You know right. they weren't gonna they weren't gonna do anything. That was mainly for like people who maybe wanted in a backdoor cover. But even then, that's that was asking for too much. Yeah. But I digress. Going back to the spread here, you're looking at a six point spread against the Saints team who has been kind of sticking around a little bit. They've been playing games. Somewhat close except for last you know, except for last last Sunday. I'm gonna have to take the Bills minus six.
1: I think Bills get it done, dude.
2: This is uh this is this is definitely a come right game for the Bills right here. It has and, to dude, it's a must win. And you got Bill Belichick fucking nipping at your heels right now. That's not a that's never a good feeling. It's never a good feeling. It's probably never been a good feeling in this division. So, you know they're gonna they're gonna put on their hard hats and get it done. I think. Uh, Mike, you got anything? What is it, six or six and a half? Uh, I'm looking at six right now. Bills. No Saints minus six. <laughs> Shit, I can see that too. Um, no,
1: I got the Bills at minus four and a half last week. See,
2: so, you now that's where you want them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where I took it at. Obviously, that's not official, but I just did it for the value. Um.
2: So you're going to see a lot of... You're going to probably see a lot of sharp money coming in on the Saints.
1: 100%.
2: And I think by the time... Uh, I would say by the time... I would say what, what time... Wait, hold on one sec. What time is the game? Is it's at it seven that twenty. Oh, yeah. so it's same 7 o'clock time. It, by the time 5 or 6 o'clock rolls around on Thanksgiving, I think... I can see this line going to like back down for the bills because I could see the Saints just being like their their spread being hammered at six.
1: I'm taking bill spread I think um I actually I'm changing my mind. I think that the sharp money's gonna come on the bills. I think the public's gonna be on the Saints. I think the public is just not as confident in the bills as i am and i think i don't know what you don't think so mike
0: no i, I literally just had a thing up and it was like 33 percent was on the saints and 60 something was on that's the, interesting uh the the bills sorry I, let me try and find it for you oh got hang hang on hang it. i have it i have it oh give me a second oh,
1: my God. i thought people would have the train I mean, if Taysom Hill's starting, I think the Bills will actually defend him pretty well. If you look at how they defended Lamar Jackson in the playoffs last year, as long as all three linebackers are healthy, they'll be fine. Have a spy on him. Yeah. So Buffalo so. sixty-five, New Orleans is thirty-five. That's spread okay. public spread betting. Wow. Yeah, I mean, closing thoughts on that game. Um, must win. If, if they lose, I, I don't know what to think. This is like – and they know it's a must win, dude. They, like, they can't. Especially with their schedule coming up, two Belichick games, they got to win this game. They have to. Yeah, I'm actually going to that game, dude. I'm so excited for that. Weather's going to be shit. We'll see how Mac plays in it.
2: All right. All right. So, we all, all the... taken. All taking uh, Bills minus, minus six here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's ride it. Let's ride it. Love it. All right, Mike, what's the next game? What we got? Moving
0: on to Bears and Lions.
2: All right. Bears, Lions. Yeah. Um, should we address the Nagy situation first? Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely gonna factor into the game, definitely. So I I got I got word that no matter there's a source that says that no matter what happens, whatever the outcome of this game is, Nagy is going to be gone after mm-hmm. this game, and that will be a hundred and one years in franchise history since the bears have fired a coach mid-season. Uh yeah. He he's under the hot seat right now. I don't even know if he's going to be calling the plays. I don't even think he has been for the past 4 weeks. I think it's all been Bill Lazor. So you taking you take that into account. I really don't think that I don't I don't see the difference between Bill Lazor and Nagy. I really don't. It doesn't. It's it's not that much of a difference. I mean you take a lot of people were like, oh yeah, get Bill Lazor. get Bill Lazor going. Have him call the plays. Well what is he what has he done? Absolutely nothing. Um yeah the Bears played the Lions. They absolutely shit pumped them. But if you look at that game and what happened in that game the Lions were in the red zone more than the Bears were. So much crazy shit happens. You get you get a nut fumble by uh, by Jared Goff. On their first drive, they went down the field, and they're, they're about to score here. And a little nut fumble off of Jared Goff, and it's the Bears' ball. Um, I don't really remember the other ones, but they were in the red zone more than the Bears were that game. They just they just couldn't they couldn't get it done. And they were getting they were going for it on fourth down every time. So that's why there was just no points being scored at all. But Jerry Goff's not playing. You know? We got Tim Boyle. Got Tim Boyle in there. So, you know, you kind of have to look at that. You also have to look at the fact that Andy Dalton's in there too. I'd rather have Dalton and then Tim Boyle, though. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. But yeah, this that's the thing is like, I think the defense played decent without some of the key guys. I mean, Dan Trevathan's out. Now, Keem Hicks is questionable. Uh, obviously, Khalil Mack's out. Uh, we got just, I mean, now we got Darnell Mooney, he's, Mooney, he's questionable too. He's usually on the, the injury report. Same with A-Rob. A-Rob just didn't play last week. Uh, that
0: he's, he's always on the injury report. So is Darnell. What is it for Darnell? Like ankle or, uh, it's a foot. Rod?
2: Yeah. It's a foot injury. Yeah. Yeah. They,
0: they always list those things. It's just healing up stuff. Uh, I'm taking Bears minus three and a half. See that, and that... I'm taking DeAndre Swift anytime touchdown score. Okay. And See that. I might take Monty's rushing yards.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, okay. <laughs> Those are just props. No, I like,
2: I, like Mon- I like Monty's rush yards. The Lions sure. are letting up uh, 115
0: rushing yards per week to running backs. Monty's uh, line right now is 79 and a half.
1: it as you will yeah um i'm kind of teetering back and forth um uh, wow this is a hard spread
0: if you thought mm-hmm. golf was bad imagine tim boyle i mean we still got roquan in the middle i, I mean I, I really don't i, I don't fear
1: this game. Dude, they only I mean, lost to Cleveland by. Th- think. They only lost to Cleveland by three. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm gonna take Bears minus three and a half.
2: So here's the thing that scares me just a just a just oh, a little bit. Three. It's three. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. So here's Sorry. the thing that kind of scares me just a little bit about this game, is that the Bears come in out of a bye, fully rested, and they drop zero points in the first half. How the fuck do you do that? You come in after a bye against a Baltimore defense that's banged up. They're allowing they're they're one of the the defenses that are allowing one of the most um, yardage in the NFL right now and you drop zero points. And this is with Justin Fields in this is what Justin Fields in. As soon as Dalton comes in, oh, he's like the savior. Well, the first play was really Darnell Mooney show. I mean, wide receiver screen, he just breaks three tackles, takes off to the end zone. That was pretty sweet, I will say. But Dalton had no fucking business being glorified for that play. He does throw a nice bomb late game to take the lead. But here's the problem with the Bears. As soon as they see a little bit of glimmer of little glimmer of hope, they just absolutely just break down on defense. They can't hold a single. That's the thing. They could be stout on defense all game. And then when it comes down to like, okay, we need this stop. That's This is a big stop. They can't allow it. So that's why I'm saying three points might be a little too much for the Bears right now against Dan Campbell. And a lot of these guys who want their win and they think they can do it here. This is one of this is this is one of the games that they can they can get done here. And three, I'm I can I can see this this spread going down to two and a two and a half for the Bears because I don't know. Just reversed. if anything, I would I'm taking I would, lines. If I, yeah, if anything, I I if anything, I'm taking the line. This is this is one of the games that they. This is if you look at it like this, this is one of the games that they can win. Like they're coming into this game fired the fuck up. I'm taking lines. And here's the thing. Hey, Nagy doesn't. It doesn't matter. He's gonna be gone anyway. So you think he's gonna be trying to play his best game? Eh, Someone argue. Someone argue. Yes. Yeah. I want to go out with a bang. Someone argue like, fuck it. I don't care. But. You know, for I, I, honestly, I could see him see him trying to call a really good game, trying to if he's even calling the game, because he needs to be on a fucking team. Um, I don't know. I could see him going to the chats or something like that.
1: So, what are you taking?
2: I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Detroit here. Yeah, I am
1: switching as well. All right. I'm fun fact: Detroit. Detroit has never won on Thanksgiving
0: or covered the spread when they're at home. I don't
2: care about that. So they're due. So they're
1: due. Never. They're never due. (laughs) Those are stats that mean nothing.
2: They also have not won a game this season. Exactly. (laughs) So there's a bigger chance that they could they could get it done here.
0: All All right. Moving forward to the Raiders and Cowboys game. Uh the fucking Raiders. Cowboys got a lot of fellas on the IR. Yeah. Um, CD hasn't practiced yet this week because he has a concussion that he got in the last game. Amari uh, Cooper has COVID. Um, Cedric Wilson was full at practice this week. He will probably be the wide receiver, two right behind Michael Gallup this week. Uh, Zeke was limited practice Monday, full practice Tuesday. Um. And then for the Raiders, uh, looks like they have a fair amount of guys. Keseon Nixon did not practice a cornerback. Uh, no one that sticks out besides Nick Witowski, Yannick N- Najakoui? really N- good DN, whatever the fuck his name is. Yannick Nagakwe? Yeah, Yannick Nagakwe. That's how you He's pronounce a it. Beast. <laughs> there yeah, you go. That's what I'm saying. He's a baller. But uh, that game, um, for public spread betting, people are on Dallas at sixty-seven percent. Las Vegas is thirty-three percent. I think this is a no-brainer. Las Vegas plus
2: seven. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to take it's hard to take uh, Raiders here. Just because of like the situation they're in right now. Um, what situation? Yeah, they're pretty. That? Their whole team is pretty much. They're banged up to shit. They're banged up to shit. I mean, take a look at their defense. I mean, just some of the names you've lit. Some of the names you listed, like. Um, also, uh, Tyree. Tyree's out. At safety, I don't know how long he's been out, but he's on the IR. Um, <laughs> Richie Incognito's out. Still, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I think seven and a half is is a good. I think that's a good spread. I think this is. I think that's like the perfect spread for this game. Cowboys need to absolutely blow them out.
1: I'm taking Dallas. Dallas minus seven and a half, right?
2: Yep, Dallas minus seven and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. Yeah, I think I think Dallas I think Dallas comes back here and they drop like a a thirty bomb on them. I can see that happening.
1: Okay. Mike, you took Raiders. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, but that's the thing is, like, it's kind of hard. I'm kind of, like, going back and forth on this because you have Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb out.
1: You don't think Amari Cooper wants to show off on his old team? He has COVID. He legally cannot he's play.
2: He, he can't play. Yeah. Oh, oh, does he have COVID? The, the, the closest wide receiver from playing
0: is C.D. Lamb, but he's going through a five-step process right now to get his concussion cleared another thing to look into into this game without those receivers look into anything with michael gallup look into ezekiel uh elliott's zeke elliott's uh rushing yards for this game um because the raiders are the fourth worst rush defense in the league allowing 132 rush yards per game so whatever zeke's rushing prop is Take
2: a take a peek. I would s I would steer I would steer clear of Michael Gallup. If you watch that game, any receiver drops, it's probably gonna be low, but he has certified butterfingers. He cannot catch the ball for shit. Sometimes he had some he had some like two I think he had like two good grabs. Besides that though, he was dropping every pass when it mattered. Like third down, third and nine, he was dropping almost every single pass. And that's kind of what kept him out of the game, really. And they just couldn't convert on third down. But I'm sure that I'm sure that Dak is is really working these guys up. All these second stringers. So I think I think uh I think they'll be able to put some put some numbers up on the uh, the sorry sorry Raiders. Uh, going back
1: to the Bills, I was just looking at some props. Um, I'm taking Stefan Diggs over 80 and a half yards with no hesitation. Okay. Um, He'll I've probably be matched up with Lattimore a lot. I think he'll toast him. him. but um, I've been watching a lot of press conferences and stuff like that. This one stuck out to me today. Um, Josh Allen specifically said he needs to start forcing the ball. Stephon Diggs is way more, and I think it shows against the Jets, obviously, what happens when you give Stephon Diggs the ball. So, in a get-right game like this, I think he's going to find Diggs a lot. I think Diggs is going to toast Marshawn Lattimore. I don't think Marshawn Lattimore is that great. Um, they also asked Diggs about it, what he thought about it, and he winked at the guy. So I think it's in their game plan.
2: Ooh. Take Diggs over and a half yards.
1: He's going to have over 100. He's going to drop over 100. I love that. that I yeah, love that's that. My, that's my prop of the day for that. I'm not
2: nervous at all. like that a lot. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think some key some key players right now to take a look at. Um, Mike said Zeke rushing yards. Connor's liking a lot digs, and I like that too. I like Zeke too. Uh, the only thing that concerns me is just Pollard. I think Pollard's a little bit more explosive, but just because they they split time, um, it could get a little. Could get a little risky just having flashbacks of uh of that Bucks game with Leonard Fournette. But it's a good look. It's definitely a good look. It depends on what it's at. If it's at like a sixty or seventy spot, I definitely take a look at it for Zeke. What was the other one, Mike? You said another one. So uh, Montgomery. David
0: Montgomery's rushing yards Montgomery.
2: and then DeAndre Swift anytime
0: touchdown score. Take those.
2: Yeah, I really like uh I really like David Montgomery. Whatever he's at. He'll probably be at like a 67, something like that.
1: Okay. What's Monty's
2: over, Mike? It was seventy nine and a half. Oh. Okay. Wow. 10 points. Yeah, I could totally see him getting like I could totally sure. see him getting over 80.
1: All right, I'm just writing these down just so we can recap what we did. And then, Sean, what's your prop you said? Are you taking Zeke? Or what did you say?
2: Um, I I really liked uh, David Montgomery and Diggs. So, I, okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm hopping on the I like the David Montgomery okay. prop.
1: All right. Okay. Mike, are you officially taking Zeke's over and rushing, or are you just kind of keeping an eye on it?
0: Uh, I haven't looked at what they have them totaled at, but uh, with the Raiders' uh, rush defense being one of, but the fourth worst in the league, I will probably taste it a little bit once I see what it is. If it's over ninety, oh. ninety-two, ninety-three, definitely not. If it's in the eighty area, potentially.
1: I'll just have you down for Monty and Swift anytime. I'm taking takes. All right. Should be a fun Thanksgiving. Looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, these are some good games, actually. There's a lot lot of stakes on these games, too. They're not just, like, kind of bullshit games.
1: Dude, this this moment is, like, so massive for the Bills. On primetime, coming off a terrible loss. They need to get back in their groove. Like, this is... I don't know. They'll rise up to the occasion. I'm hoping, but this is massive. I didn't like looking back on this, like two months ago, I just didn't think this would be that big of a deal, but
2: this game really
1: is that big of a deal for the bills.
2: It is massive. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one player prop that I like, which I'm going to take, um, besides all those is going to yeah. be uh, Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys over 51 and a half receiving yards.
1: Okay.
2: You know, you take a look at what's going to happen here. A lot of these receivers are out. And every single week, you know, when that happens, they're going to be looking for that tight end. And Dalton Schultz has hands. He's got he's got speed. He can break tackles. Um, I think Dak's going to be looking for Schultz a lot in this game. I like that bet. Taking over 51 and a half. I like it. I like Schultz. Dak likes him too. Yeah, I'm probably gonna throw. I'm probably gonna throw a uh, unit and a half, 1.5 units on that. I okay. like that. Might even go up to two. I don't know if I'm feeling saucy.
1: All right, so those are the Thursday night games or the Thursday Thanksgiving games. Uh, you want me to go through how we did um, on the spreads last week?
0: Yeah, let's wrap up the podcast with uh,
1: our records from last week. All right, so. Smoney and I had a had a rough week. Not terrible, not good. Um, Sean, you and I both went 6 and 9, and Mike you went 8 and 7. Bang, bang, and bang. I want to I want to say Mike's Whew. Mike's best picks. I'm just going to go through. Best picks in my opinion, Pats minus 7 was good. Washington money line and the spread was good by you. Um, we all had Texans except Sean. So Mike, you and I both picked Texans plus 10, which is pretty good.
2: I thought I had them. I, well, I, I, in the podcast, maybe not, but I changed it last second and I put them in that parlay with the Vikings.
1: When, when, when we recorded it, you said Titans. I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, bad beats. Easily, the Chargers. I mean, they're up by like three possessions in the third quarter. There's no reason they shouldn't cover. And how about me taking Bucks minus eleven? No sweat. You guys both took Giants, but nothing to brag about because I went six and nine. Not not good. My worst picks by far was me going with my heart and changing to Bills minus seven when when I initially picked Colts. Um, that was bad. Atlanta was horrible. Um, <laughs> Cleveland, yeah, we, did. Horrible we don't talk about right. that. Yeah. Cleveland was horrible by you and I, Sean. Yeah. Um, I guess my best pick was probably Texans bucks. Bengals was easy. Philly was easy. Uh, San Fran was easy, but I'll be better. I'll be better. I'd uh, also like 69. to say on that
0: last podcast, I said, uh, if the under doesn't hit in that dolphins and jets game, I will Venmo everyone $5 it did not reach 44 and a half. It was so, a close
1: one. In
0: that case, everyone Venmo me $5.
2: <laughs> we were out of the contract, so
0: you, yes, you guys were out of the contract. I made that official, so yep. if you're listening right now, you are obliged to give me $5 on Venmo.
2: Yep, just uh just tag it. Just uh so, yeah. link the link your Venmo. For Mikey sure. was the
1: sharp of the week, 8 and 7. Um Mike what screwed you was literally the the afternoon games and the primetime. You were solid. You were 8 and 3 up until the Cowboys game. You were 8 and 3 and then you lost every afternoon game and primetime.
0: Yeah, so I had a parlay set in on my Rivers and I was in Wisconsin at that time and they're geolocating me. I put $25, all right, on the 6 16 parlay. Lions plus 13.5, San Fran minus 6.5, Dolphins minus 4, Washington football team money line, Eagles minus 3, Texans plus 10. It was Geo catching me, so I wasn't able to put it in. So I was checking what it was before every game started. $25 would have won me $1,500. So that's the biggest beat of the weekend, was not being able to put that in
2: without question yeah. that might be the biggest beat. that is the saddest thing ever oh Sean, i got i got oh.
1: to give you i got to give you credit for this real quick your best pick of the day by far was minnesota money line
0: mhm
2: little sprinkle little sprinkle on that money line too minnesota yeah, plus so one so what i what i didn't tell i i went back um right before they started around um, 11 30 central time and I parlayed the Texans plus 10 and the Vikings plus one or whatever they were at the time um, so I parlayed that hit that and then it comes time for the Sunday night game where this is another bad beat. Mike's Mike's pretty bad. Worse than this one, but this one is this one's pretty bad. And it was just totally my fault. I take the Steelers plus six and a half, and I parlay it with the over. And or at least I thought I did. And I put a hundred dollars to win two seventy or something like that. And I see it hit and I go like sending it to someone and I'm like looking at the ticket and it says under and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? I accidentally picked the I accidentally picked the under instead of the over and I didn't even realize it. So I was I was like going nuts when it finally like when I mean when the fucking like Steelers scored last second in the game. And I go to look at it, and I have fucking the under, and that fucking didn't. That went. It went over like in the what the third quarter. So I was. I didn't even know for like the whole half that my bet didn't hit. So that was that was one of that was my worst. Can we worst, briefly uh... talk about Seattle? They suck. How the hell did they're done, dude? Pete how... Carroll or Russell how... needs
0: to leave after the season.
1: Dude, how the hell do they lose the Colt McCoy? By a lot, <laughs> it wasn't even close.
0: Especially what happened last week. Cole McCoy is three and zero against Seattle. He's beaten them three different times with three
1: different teams as a backup coming in. Did he? Be, did he beat him when he was on Washington? Yes. Holy shit!
2: See, that would Bro, have that been team, good to know. That team was bad. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know that. I, I found out after the fucking game. <laughs> Of course. Russ sucks. Russ needs more time to heal. Uh that 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 offense looks like absolute dick.
2: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, we'll go into more depth on um on the next one when we go over all the Sunday games on and that will be released on Saturday. So you guys will be able to uh to see what we're picking on Saturday. And here's talk about a lot of different teams, a lot of different spreads. See what we come up with. But <laughs> well, me and Connor need a little comeback season. Mike's on top right now, so
1: yeah, we're only down two two wins. We're okay.
2: Yeah, not bad, not bad. We just we just need to just need to put our put our minds to the. On the bright side,
1: Mike Mike did take. So when you and I both took Detroit, he's taking Chicago. You and I both took Dallas. He took Vegas. So, and then we all took Buffalo. So, we really need this Detroit cover and this Dallas cover, Sean, to even it up with him.
2: We are so Mike's on the Bears. We're both on Detroit. Mike's on the Raiders. We're both on the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And And then we're all on the Bills. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And then uh, I'm gonna do this.
2: Going either. Three and
0: O, or two of yeah. you are going three and O. There's, there's no in between. Oh, unless
2: the Bills lose, man. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, yeah, then it could yeah, all kind of be a wash. Watch. All right, guys, that's gonna about do it for the Thursday games, Thanksgiving games. So, just remember, we got another podcast coming out on Saturday, which is gonna cover. The whole Sunday slate and Monday Night Football, and from here on out, we're gonna start doing a player prop competition. So we're all gonna be picking five player player props each, and kind of keep totals on that and see how we do. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna do it for the uh, for the podcast today. And you can find us on Instagram at impressively averages underscore. Give us a follow. Go give it a like. Go give it a share. Whatever you want to do with it. But yeah.